home is where everything begins, begins again. Welcome to the Mid the Pines podcast, a place where Grove City College alumni and faculty give voice to their unique stories, contributions, and accomplishments. Our community is blessed with many individuals who are often recognized for their proficiency, purpose, and principles, all celebrated hallmarks of the distinctive Grove City College education. Learn more about their God-given callings and the work they are undertaking for the common good. These are their personal and professional stories. Hello, this is Brian Powell, class of 2003 and current Senior Director of Development at Grove City College. And I'm joined today by alumnus Richard Staley, class of 1962. Richard is one of our most accomplished alumni and is a past recipient of the Jack Kennedy Memorial Alumni Achievement Award. Born in a garage in Brackenridge, Pennsylvania and raised in the Allegheny Valley just outside of Pittsburgh, Richard earned his bachelor's degree in chemical engineering from Grove City College. After graduating, Richard spent 15 years for a company, working for a company in Illinois. It was there that he discovered his passion for starting his own business. In 1977, he founded Flavor House Incorporated in Southern California, a developer and manufacturer of unique flavors for the food industry. These products are used by some of the most well-known and well-recognized brands today. Flavor House has operated as a privately owned company without any debt since its inception. Richard has also started Staley Equipment Corp, which services the food, pharmaceutical, cosmetic, and plastic industries. In 2020, Richard gave $4 million to Grove City College, the largest unrestricted gift in the college's then 145-year history. In recognition, the college's board of trustees approved renaming its Hall of Arts and Letters, the primary classroom building on campus, in his honor. It was rededicated as Staley Hall of Arts and Letters in May of 2021. Richard lives on Pasadena Island, Florida with Jane. Richard, welcome to our Mid the Pines podcast. I'm so excited for the opportunity for our listeners to get to know you a little bit better today. Well, thank you for that great introduction, Brian. Richard, we're, I, many of our listeners are just starting to hear and learn a little bit more about our Impact 150 uh, campaign. It's an anniversary campaign for Grove City College. We're coming up on our 150th anniversary in 2026. And I'm just thrilled for our listeners to get to know you as I've had the chance to get to know you over the last number of years. May 14th, 2021, we just uh, kind of heard it in the introduction. What, what kind of led you to make that gift and, and why this moment for Grove City? What's it meant to you? During that period, uh, it, it appeared that a lot of colleges throughout the United States were having a fiscal rough time. And um, it just seemed appropriate to uh, help uh, Grove City out at this point when they buy uh, buildings and whatnot. They they do an excellent job, and they were putting together other buildings, which uh, I felt this may be the time that a few extra bucks would help. Well, we're certainly have been tremendously blessed and so certainly grateful for that gift and all that you've done for Grove City. Kind of wind back to how you ended up in Grove City in the first place and maybe talk about, you know, if there's anybody that inspired you to come to Grove City or to go to college uh, in those early days. In my senior year of uh, high school, actually, I had uh, considered going to General Motors and um, 
taking up a specialized uh, training where you could uh, start your own business on GM transmissions. And it sounded like something I could do well. So I went to the uh, to my counselor and I told him that what I was thinking of doing, his remark was, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not going and you're going to college. <laughs> and so, so that kind of took me back a little bit. One, one of the schools he recommended was uh, Grove City College. And I told him he knew my interest and he felt that it would fit in to round out my abilities and fill in some gaps. And uh, it proved right. So Grove City was about an hour or so up the road north of where you grew up. Um, tell, I know you've shared with me about dad. You mentioned right, early days you, you had an engineering. You knew you had a, a mind that liked to figure out how things worked. Did that come from dad a little bit too? Yeah, he was a, an engineer at uh, Alcoa and uh, Allegheny Ludlam still. But uh, I presented him with the idea of me going to college and he said well what are you interested in i said well i'm interested in uh, chemical engineering they had a or psychology and his remark was well if you go into engineering i'll pay your way but if you go into psychology you have to pay your way. Guess so, that made it an easy decision, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> but you end up starting your own company. So fill in that gap for, for our listeners in terms of, right, so you come to Grove City. Was there a class or a professor during your years that, uh, uh, that really stood out as particularly challenging or that kind of stuck with you as you left? The, the one that stuck <laughs> stuck out for everybody was organic chemistry, mm. the, the fabled organic chemistry. Uh, th that was a rough class. Made you stronger. <laughs> it made you stronger, didn't it? <laughs> what doesn't? It, it didn't kill you, but <laughs> I don't know if it made me any stronger. <laughs> so, so you don't. You didn't start your business right out of college. So talk about maybe those first couple years. Where did you land? What kind of experiences? And then when when did you know that you had it in you uh, as an um, entrepreneur? Yes. Prior to graduating, I sent my resume out to a number of different companies. And I always wanted to live in Virginia. And they, Firestone offered me a job in Virginia. And I had actually taken their offer but another company in central illinois got in touch with me and said that there are two openings that they would like me to take a look at being that i never flew in a plane before i was just going to <laughs> take the experience of taking a plane ride a fabled plane ride at that time that was over, a big deal over to illinois and it was a, a, a tail dragger 
I think we ended up in some soybean field, but they offered uh, uh, two two jobs. One as an engineer, and one where you were in charge of producing all the small production runs. And thinking about my future, I could get a lot more experience if I went with the one where I get to go on different equipment and see the different backgrounds to make these different items. So I selected that job and I came to work for them. Then they offered me a job in uh, Chicago to um, run a company. So I, it was actually the old brand brewery, Al Capone's, <laughs> <laughs> one of his old breweries. So I uh, worked there for a while, and uh, I had lots of chances to work on old beat-up equipment, and it gave me a great background in equipment and running uh, processes. I liked it. And then uh, it was in uh, 75, I decided that I was going to go in business for myself. And during that period, I, I went to night school, picked up uh, other education that I felt I needed for, for what I was going to get into air conditioning, heating, uh, refrigeration. I got license in high-voltage uh, electric so that I could do my own wiring. Um, then I got a, um, a high-pressure boiler license so that I could uh, install a high-pressure boiler and not need anybody but myself. Uh, I was trying to eliminate anybody that would cost me money mm. setting up my company in the future. Mm. I wanted to be self-contained. Yeah. Two years to the day, I left and went to California. Uh, but in addition to in that two years, I would go to auctions, buy equipment, uh, have it stored. Um, I was building equipment down in my basement, mm. heat exchangers, uh, putting those together. Uh, and then I started my own air conditioning business. One thing you need if you're starting a business is money. And so I, I started my own air conditioning business, started installing central air conditioners and uh, uh, repair ran an ad in the hmm. Yellow Pages. And uh, so for two years... Um, but you were feeding all that. That was going to all go into this That was all plan. going... Uh, that was for buying equipment and storing it and uh, going to the library, getting uh, more information on the products that I was hmm. going to go into. What a drive and what a focus over those years to uh, kind of have a laser focus on a goal out there and you were making steps uh, you know each 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 day each week going towards that goal yeah i i during that two year period i was going to take one class i started taking the class 
and within two weeks they 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 had me working on equations doing arithmetic and I, i'm thinking to myself this is not going to fit into my future so i i, I discontinued that it didn't make sense to waste time is it fair to say richard that a lot of those decisions at that point in your life were really about knowing your strengths and playing to those strengths absolutely that's that's the name of the game for myself and for anybody going into business if you don't realize what you're good at and what you're better at than somebody else you're you're going to be hurting as an entrepreneur, not for the faint of heart, you've seen uh, over the years, certainly a lot of highs and you've had your challenges, you've had your lows. What are some things from Grove City days and, and uh, that maybe helped equip you to have sustained success over the years of being in business for yourself? Is there, is there some things that you kind of gleaned and took with you from those, those four years that kept you going all these years? Yes, persistence. Hmm. And Grove City, I, I was not the best student, but persistence, it, uh, it taught you to stay with something. Some of your classmates, you see them being um, going to Rudy's one time too often, and they're leaving the school. They're, they're flunking out. and. I didn't want to go that route. Yes, you learn about prioritizing your time, don't you? Uh, you learn about, uh, you know, how to respond when things don't go your way. Uh, an exam comes back or something like that, right? Those are all the kinds of building blocks that uh, if, you, if you take them and learn from them, you can really grow. And so, Richard, you, for our listeners to have some context, um, some some years back now, and uh, when we built STEM Hall, you participated in that campaign effort and helped uh, to uh, actually to name a lab in STEM Hall. That was back in, in 2013 when that was built. And then you also have been a part of our entrepreneurship program, our Center for Entrepreneurship and Innovation. And, and then we talked about that infamous day, uh, May 14th, 2021, a, a special day where uh, the board bestows a wonderful honor for your generosity and uh, in, in rededicating, renaming uh, the Hall of Arts and Letters as the Staley Hall. And, uh, and so, you know, just kind of talking about uh, what Grove City means to you, but also why you think uh, the college is important, you know, what it means for our country's future as well. Is there anything else that you wanted to add? It's probably one of the most unique colleges in the United States independent from the government it has kind of led the way it had tremendous speakers come in to work at grow city at sorwell and it's to me it's one of the top smaller colleges in the united states i am very uh close to the entrepreneurial point of view to me I think that stimulates a lot of good people to come forth with their ideas. And a lot of people that start uh, businesses, they, a number of them, have not thought it through on their product, on how valuable it is to the world. 
you see per, you see poor planning you see lack of persistence lack of lack of execution i was going to ask you what do you what do you tell uh you know folks that come to you and and kind of try to glean some of your wisdom what's what, what do you share with them when you talk when they're saying hey i i kind of have this in my heart i have this desire i have this this hunger for this and here's this idea what do you share with them i i try not to kill anybody's idea but Keep the entrepreneurial part of it. Uh, if they if they have that drive, but they have a bad product, or I I consider it one that's going to be hard to move, and it uh, should be rethought again. I, I try to tactfully give them my two two cents worth of uh, insight on it. Maintain their entrepreneurship. I'm going to tie into this uh, conversation about entrepreneurs. The second oldest building uh, still standing on our campus, on lower campus, is the Carnegie Alumni Center. It's gifted by Andrew Carnegie in 1900. I encourage any of our listeners to stop in when you're back in town or passing through. You're always welcome. Andrew Carnegie once said that no man becomes rich unless he enriches others. Maybe just share kind of from your heart what, what that has meant to you in your life and, and in particular as you're doing what you're doing here at Grove City. Yes, I, I, I really feel that I am striving to get a little spark started. And um, I feel good about that. I, I, I also do a similar thing down in... Um, in Florida at uh, a cancer research uh, program. I, I have started some independent programs on advancement in cancer, which is makes me feel good about also. I, I'm in a position to finance some of these extracurricular things with your money that uh, I think it's well spent. When we think about Impact 150, how important to that end, just kind of tagging on that to what you just said, how important is it for you to see either this spark continue to grow at Grove City, right? We, we're not new to the new to town. We're almost coming up on our 150th year. Um, you know, how important is it that Grove City, that spark grows and we're just as vibrant and strong for, for impacting students for generations to come? I, I think it's vitally important. It's one thing doing your studies, which most of it, as everybody knows, you'll never use. <laughs> but down deep, I think everybody has uh, an idea that, that they would like to nurture. And if you can just, just nudge them a little bit, I think it could start a, a great boulder rolling down the hill. And if I can be part of the, the nudging team, uh, I'd be, I'm happy for that. I love that. I know that anybody who's had the blessing of, of knowing you along your journey, myself included, have been nudged and inspired. And now you're doing that, uh, you know, in, in, uh, from a distance through campus and the ways that you're supporting. And Rich, I can't thank you enough for your time today. You truly have an inspiring story. Um, I, I was so just looking forward to our listeners getting to 
know a little bit more about the man behind Staley Hall. And I can't thank you enough for sharing uh, your heart, sharing your time with us today, sharing your resources in the way that you do with Grove City and for all that you're doing to invest in, in Grove City's future to make sure that it's strong and, and impacting students for generations to come. Um, thank you so much for the ways that you've brought honor to Grove City. Well, thank you for coming and uh, carrying out the, the, the program. Home is where everything Thank you for listening to the Mid the Pines podcast. Explore more episodes at alumni.gcc.edu slash podcast. Our co-producers are Joni Baumgartner and Amy Evans. Research provided by Janice Zinsner Inman, class of 1987. Audio editing is provided by Jennifer Hiles. Our theme music is Home, courtesy of the family of the late David M. Bailey, class of 1988. Contact us at alumni at gcc.edu for more information. We hope you'll join us again, Mid the Pines.